Hey pals, it's Stephanie. Welcome back to the Keto Success Podcast, a show dedicated to doing the deeper work on your keto journey. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey pals, welcome back to another episode. In today's show, I really want to speak into comparing ourselves in our keto journey to other people's. This is so prevalent in this space, in the online space, in our keto community, with all of these impressive transformations we see that others have achieved, all the before and after pics. It can feel like, why is it so easy for them and so hard for me? We see other people doing amazing things and wish it was us. And really, in a way, it's kind of like throwing the middle finger up to the universe and our own efforts and our own unique paths by saying we're not good enough and what we're doing isn't enough. And why can't we just switch places? Why can't that be our reality? But the reality is no one's journey is summed up in a before and after picture. We don't know what it took for them to get there. We don't know the inner turmoil. We don't know the sacrifices it may have taken or if they even achieved their results in a healthy way or if it was even sustainable for them to get those results. We're making assumptions about them without knowing the full story, especially in the world of social media where most people are sharing only their highlights. We get stuck in looking on the surface of who they appear to be and forget to look beyond that for who they really are and how they're really living and what their journey really looks like. It's so easy to fantasize that everyone else has it easier than us. But when we strip it down to the core, would you really want to trade places with them? It's so easy to look at the surface, but realistically, you probably wouldn't want to trade lives with them. When we see a before and after transformation, somebody who has been successful on their keto journey, when we compare ourselves to that, it only takes a split second for our brains to fill in the blanks and make up stories and assumptions about their life. Like, this must be so easy for them. Their relationships must be perfect. They get all these cool free keto products. They have so much more time than me. They must have such strong willpower and discipline. And usually the people we look up to and that seem to have it all together, their lives are often chaotic. They may not be sharing where they're struggling. It is so rare to come across anyone on their keto journey who found the entire process easy or who lives in full alignment at all times with their values and beliefs and goals 100% of the time. Because in order to do that, they have to know who they truly are. I know when I started my keto journey, I believed I had to be totally strict, track all my macros, count every single cherry tomato, every piece of carrot, every tablespoon of onion to make sure I hit my carb count. 
I used garlic powder instead of fresh garlic, all in the name of restricting carbs. And I said no to foods that I love that my mom makes at every special occasion. And I used to make myself feel so wrong if I didn't follow all these rules because that's what everyone else seemed to be doing to get results. But now I choose to include higher carb meals sometimes. I don't even think about how many carbs are in a vegetable and I allow myself to enjoy my mom's food because quite frankly, I know she's not gonna be here forever and I know that I'll miss it when she's gone. The reason I bring this up is I want you to start surface level checking when we fall into a place of comparison. Catch yourself when you start wishing your results or your food or your motivation looked like that. Stop and ask, okay, wait a second, but what am I not seeing? What am I not being shown? What am I assuming? What stories am I creating about what that would do for me? I think the most common assumption we make is that if my keto journey looked like that, or if I looked like her, I would have the life I wish I had. But those stories we create aren't even based in reality. It's not even true. When we make assumptions about the people we idolize or aspire to be like, we are only creating a barrier to who we authentically are. There's a reason you don't look like her or that your journey isn't following the same path. And it's probably because it's not supposed to. The two most common times that comparison can feel super deflating is usually, it's usually based within one of these two scenarios. One, we're comparing ourselves to someone who's living their keto lifestyle in a certain way that you think you need to be doing or that you should be doing in order to be successful. Or two, we're comparing ourselves to someone who has what we do want for ourselves But on a deeper level, we don't believe we're actually capable of having it or doing that for ourselves. If we look a little more closely at the second one, it's almost like this innocent misunderstanding that I'll never be able to do that, that this person can do it. There must be some magical reason why they can do it and I can't do it when really that person's paving a path for you and being an inspiration to you for what is possible. We get so caught up on looking at the weight loss success that they've had and not what it is about that that you actually want for yourself. This closes us off to seeing or trying all the other ways that success could come to you on your very own path. For example, we see Julie absolutely crushing it. I don't, I don't know who Julie is. Julie, this is just a scenario, okay? Let's, let's roll with it. Just stay with me. We see Julie absolutely crushing it. She's posting her food, exercising daily, losing pounds, getting in self-care, meal prepping perfectly, fasting, no problem. She appears to be doing it all right and getting the results. But what about all of that is what you actually want for yourself? Not so much the actions themselves, 
But what do you believe these actions are giving her? Control? Certainty? Significance? Validation? Recognition? Feeling at ease? It's not about the actions she's taking on the surface. It's about what we believe this is allowing for her to have or to feel in her life. So instead of swirling in the stories and what we see visually, what, what can we tease out from that? What do, we, what do we assume that's giving her? And why is that very much possible for you too? Even if it doesn't come in the exact same way that she's doing it. Now, I'm sure you've heard on social media or really at any point in your life that you should not compare yourselves to others. Stop comparing yourself, stay in your lane. But the reality is we all compare ourselves to others, whether it's in the context of keto or some other area of your life as a mom, in your career, in your living situation, etc. We all do it. I know I do as an entrepreneur or as a coach. And we all know the quote that comparison is the thief of joy. But can we stop making ourselves wrong for doing it? This is human nature. It is in our DNA to look to others and compare ourselves to see where we land. And by pretending that we're not doing it, we're then layering on judgment on top of ourselves for even doing it. And it's often when we're insecure about something and that's okay. It's okay to compare yourself to others, but how can we use this to propel us forward in a way that feels best for us as opposed to deflating us and making us feel bad about ourselves? And as I said before, comparison in itself isn't a bad thing. It's only deflating when we compare ourselves to something we don't believe is possible for us or when we compare ourselves to something we think we need or should be doing that we actually don't want to do or doesn't fully align for us. We can allow this feeling of resentment to bubble up inside of us or be envious of what someone else has accomplished or that it seems so easy for them. But envy is just an emotion. Jealousy is just an emotion. It doesn't feel good to label it as that. I mean, it's one of the deadly sins. So right there, it has a negative connotation associated with it. But can we let it be okay that envy is there? Is it possible that feeling that this feeling of envy can lead to expansion by shifting how we use that energy? It's okay to feel envious or jealous or feel triggered by someone who already appears to have what you want for yourself. But how are you using that energy or emotion? To feel deflated? To beat yourself up? Or can we allow that envy to be there and use it as a sign that this is the direction I should be moving in and let go of what she's doing to achieve it and look at what we think she's getting as a result? 
And how can I bring more of that into my own life? What if in these moments of comparison, so often these feelings of resentment or resistance or envy or jealousy start to bubble up? But what if these feelings are actual nudges your body's trying to communicate with you? Like we get all these signs and inspiration of what we want to be doing or what we want for ourselves, but in reality, we're procrastinating about it and putting it off over and over and over again for whatever reason. And these feelings come up to the surface and create this resistance for ourselves. These feelings are there to create discomfort on purpose. These feelings are there to create discomfort in yourself to show you the stories you're telling yourself about why that can't be you. And they're simply not true, like how you're not ready yet, or it's going to be so hard, or will keto even work for me, or can I even maintain it if I do lose the weight? And these stories that are limiting you are creating that discomfort to wake you up from that. When I find myself falling into comparison, a big signal for me is the word should. For keto, that sounds like I should be able to track my macros every day. I should be able to meal prep five days a week. I should be able to drop two pounds a week. I should do intermittent fasting because that's how I'll get results. I should have lost more weight by now. I should do total carbs or carnivore because that'll get me results faster. What part of that should is a manufactured belief and what part of it is actually true to you? What part of that should came only from looking around at what everyone else is doing? And what part of it comes from an internal drive, an actual desire to want to move in that direction? When we start shooting all over ourselves, it really is almost like a red flag. And that is a nudge for us to pay attention because when we start feeling like we should be doing things, the chances are that is coming directly from comparing ourselves to someone else and what they're doing. And we feel like we should also be doing that in order to get the results they're getting. But maybe that means there's a different way for you a different path for you that's inherently yours, that you can actually sustain because it's meant for you. The way you create your keto lifestyle, the way that you want to be with yourself during this process is how you get to keep it. So it's important for us to make sure we're doing what's actually meant for us in a way that is unique to you. It can take a lot of courage and trust in yourself to carve your own path and create your own keto lifestyle, especially when there's a ton of evidence or influencers on social media telling you to do it a certain way. If you listen to what your body's telling you and you're willing to try out different options and different pieces to create your own puzzle where it truly fits for you, you allow yourself to show up every day and just be you and take it one step at a time at your own pace. What I decided after my first year of doing strict keto was to play around with including carbs and allowing 
different foods into my lifestyle that I truly love. And at the time, that was practically unheard of within the keto community. I would have the keto police in my DMs throwing shame and judgment at me, but I continued through trial and error anyway. And I did gain some weight back at first because I fell right back into past all or nothing all or nothing patterns of being on a diet. And through that, I created my own path. And I lost the weight I'd gained back again, but on my own terms, defined by what I wanted my keto lifestyle to look like. By not subscribing to the typical keto rules, I get to be an example of what is possible to create a keto lifestyle that feels best for you. And I don't take that role lightly. So how do you want to create your keto lifestyle? If you want food freedom, have inner peace, end all the mind drama around food, our bodies, ourselves, and have more ease, how can we invite that in? How do we want to be with ourselves every day? Not everything you see others doing will work for you. And that's okay. You have to be willing to try things on. You have to be willing to let things go if they don't work for you. The path that we create on our keto journey to get to our goals, to feel a certain way, has to align and connect for it to truly last. Here's what I mean. If your goal is weight loss and you want that so you feel happier, confident, free, but then the keto plan you're on feels restrictive and draining and makes you feel insecure because you can't do it perfectly, the path you're taking is literally creating what you don't want and what you're trying to escape from. And if you have to force yourself down this dreaded path in hopes that once you reach your goal weight, a magical switch will be flipped and now you'll suddenly feel happy and confident, it just doesn't work that way because the work is never over. Maintenance can be just as challenging, if not more, than being in weight loss mode, which is why we have to enjoy the path we create for ourselves. We have to be happy and confident in our choices, in the foods we get to eat, in our capabilities, in ourselves, so that when we do arrive to our goal, our destination point, whatever that means to you. So when we do arrive there, we can look back and know that we enjoyed the in process along the way, that we allowed ourselves to feel what we want most in the micro moments, instead of denying them for some grandiose moment at the end to arrive. The reality is we all compare ourselves to others. Whatever context we might do it in, we all do it. So instead of judging ourselves for it, how can we use that to actually move us forward? How can we use that as inspiration of what is possible instead of deflating us or making us feel less than? When we follow someone else's path or constantly tell ourselves we should be doing this or that, we are doing ourselves such a disservice. We are denying ourselves the opportunity to listen to our body, to honor what it's trying to tell us, 
to feel happy and joyful and confident and easeful throughout the process. The way you build it is how you get to keep it. So I invite you to go inwards. First, check in with yourself. Do a gut check if what you see someone else doing actually feels right for you. To filter what you're seeing through your own lens. To follow how you want to feel within your keto lifestyle first and foremost. Because at the end of the day, you know yourself best. So it's not wrong to look to others for inspiration, but get playful with it and try some of these things on for yourself and honor if they truly work for you or not. It's okay to let things go that don't work for you and to try something else instead. Turn inwards and gut check with yourself and through your own lens to decide, is this something I believe is even possible for me? Is this something I feel I could be doing to improve my journey? What is this resentment or comparison really showing me about myself? And how can I move forward in a way that truly feels aligned and best for me? I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope that it opened your eyes to wake you up a little bit to the sense that we all compare ourselves. It's okay. We don't have to judge ourselves for it, but we can apply what that means to us and we can use that to move us forward instead of holding us back. Thanks so much for listening, pal. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend it with me, and I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have any questions or want clarity around anything you heard today, or if you just want to share what came up for you, check out the show notes and click on Connect with Stephanie. This is directed straight to my inbox where I personally answer every single message and question that comes in. I'm ready to hold space for you and help you move forward on your keto journey. Until then, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.